The journal Nature report that scientists created an embryonic clone of a monkey and harvested its stem cells have grabbed headlines. But just how much progress are we making in stem cell treatments? Welcome to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter of the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Dr. Douglas Lasordo. Dr. Lasordo is director of Northwestern University's Feinberg Cardiovascular Institute and head of the program in cardiovascular regenerative medicine. An internationally recognized cardiologist and physician scientist, Dr. Lasordo conducts research in stem cell biology, tissue repair, and regeneration with a focus on developing therapies for cardiovascular disease. Previously, Dr. Lasordo served Tufts University in Boston and St. Elizabeth's Medical Center as professor of medicine and chief of cardiovascular research, both respectively. He brought 15 members of his laboratory and clinical research team with him to Chicago and Northwestern from where he joins us today. Dr. Lasordo, welcome to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD. It's very nice to be with you, Bruce. Thank you so much for being with us. So tell us, you hear, and maybe I'm part to blame for this, being in the media, of all these stories about various stem cells and, you know, are we going to be doing cloning or this and that, but really there's some real progress being made out there. And if you can just kind of give us a lay of the land on what's going on out there. Well, sure. And it's a pleasure to do so. It is an exciting time in medicine. And I think the palpable excitement is due to the fact that we're starting to recognize that stem cells do offer a new way of repairing and possibly even regenerating tissue in ways that we really didn't ever think were possible before. Some of the headlines, such as the ones that you mentioned that have been grabbed, have been based on some very interesting science. But clinically, here in the hospital, for example, the work that's being done that is most exciting and most promising actually involves the use of patients' own stem cells, the stem cells that are contained in our own bodies that seem to have a natural ability to repair tissue after it's been damaged. And so there are some pretty exciting clinical trial results that have been reported just in the last year in cardiology, both from our group and others around the country and around the world, that have certainly done nothing to dampen enthusiasm for the field and, if anything, are starting to elevate people's excitement and perhaps some of the expectations that we have for healing hearts in a way that we never thought was possible before. Well, could you give us some examples? I know you're an expert in heart care for our listeners out there, and especially some primary care medical professionals who may not be as familiar with this, of exactly what's going on at different sites. And perhaps maybe they would be interested in referring some of their patients, either in the areas of cancer or hearts or other areas. Sure. Most recently, we've completed a pilot study using patients' own stem cells collected from the circulation. The stem cell is referred to as a CD34 positive cell, which is a stem cell that has been used by the hematologists for many years as the cell for stem cell transplant, say, to reconstitute the bone marrow after chemotherapy or radiation. But it turns out that that cell also appears to have some capabilities for repairing damaged blood vessels and improving circulation in people who've had heart attacks or heart failure. So our report suggested that the injection of these cells, the patient's own cells, into the heart muscle could improve circulation and reduce angina in patients who really were at the end of the therapeutic highway, if you will, who had exhausted all the possibilities 
of bypass surgery, angioplasty, and stenting. And these patients seem to get better with the injection of these stem cells. And so we're now in the midst of a nationwide 150-patient trial testing that strategy. And uh, we're still recruiting a, a handful of patients. We've got most of the studies subscribed at this point. We're also beginning a heart failure study using those same cells in patients who've had blocked arteries that result in heart failure that's not responsive to medications. And we're about to start that study in the next few weeks, and that will be a 70-patient trial ultimately when it's completed. Lastly, a group of patients that we're trying to address with this similar strategy are patients who've got blocked leg arteries resulting in pain or tissue breakdown, even in the early stages of gangrene, in which early evidence, again, suggests that by restoring the circulation using these stem cells that we may be able to salvage function and maybe even save some limbs in these patients. So all of these patients who are thought of as really end stage with no good options left are the candidates that we're looking for in these types of studies. Elsewhere, investigators in Germany, for example, have shown that the use of a patient's own bone marrow-derived stem cells delivered after a heart attack resulted in a significant improvement even after the patient had their artery reopened with an angioplasty. So we've all accepted now that uh, angioplasty or stenting in the setting of a heart attack is a standard of care and it reduces morbidity and mortality from that event. But the addition of an infusion of a patient's own stem cells into that artery that caused the heart attack resulted in a greater recovery of heart muscle function compared to a control group. So that was a very exciting finding because it suggested that even the good result that we obtained by reopening arteries can be supplemented by delivering a, an extra dose, if you will, of the patient's stem cells into the territory of that damaged heart muscle. Well, this is very interesting. If you're just joining us, or even if you're new to our channel, you're listening to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune, your host. And with me is Dr. Douglas Lasordo of Northwestern University's Feinberg School of Medicine. And we're talking about some of the efforts by Dr. Lasordo and other researchers around the world that are making some real progress in stem cell research this is not the stuff that you often read in the paper or on the nightly news about, you know, early stage of whether something can be cloned or not. These are real efforts in stem cell research that are going on. And one of the interesting things, Dr. Lasorda, I find is that you hear a lot about the political debate in Washington about whether there is going to be the use of embryonic stem cells. And no matter what people think of that issue, one side or the other, that's really a small amount of the stem cell research that's going on. And a lot of the research is in adult stem cells, and that's kind of where a lot of the excitement is. Isn't that the case? Well, that's absolutely the case. And I think, you know, you've, you've raised a couple of good points. One is that certainly the study of embryonic stem cells has and will lead to discoveries about how stem cells behave, and there's plenty of scientific knowledge that can be gained. But in reality, as you point out, the real excitement about the clinical potential of stem cells, really virtually all of it, has been generated by the study of adult stem cells. And there's really not 
to my knowledge, any debate about the use of adult stem cells. In our studies, we've used stem cells harvested from the patients themselves. And I think that also is one of the really exciting areas of this work is the notion that our bodies, even the patients who have pretty advanced diseases, still seem to have a storehouse of these, we like to think of them as repair units, these stem cells that are capable of contributing significantly to the repair of tissue, our approach has been to concentrate a dose of those cells into the damaged tissue, which does seem to make a difference. But the notion that our bodies are really capable of this auto-repair mechanism, if you will, is one of the things that has generated a lot of excitement. And as you point out, that is really where the abundance of data for clinical applications of stem cells has come from, from the adult stem cell field. And it, as I mentioned earlier, it really goes back to the early days of stem cell transplants by the hematologists and oncologists. You know, that's a 30-year track record now of the use of really adult stem cells, in this case, to replenish the bone marrow. And we're finding that those cells have other uses as well. Well, that also bring up an interesting point because it's not just the academic setting where research is going on and where people can be involved, but if you talk about the oncology and hematology community, are there any issues with enough donors or enough people participating in trials is sometimes a problem in medical research today? Right. Well, you know, so one of the, I think, advantages of this autologous approach that we're starting to develop is that there is a link, if you will, between the donor and the recipient. They're the same person. And so the motivation level tends to be quite high in terms of acquiring people who are interested in this. I think that the information that's been generated in the media has been helpful in informing patients, at least about the excitement. Of course, they don't know the details of the research, but that's our job to inform them. So we're finding that Unlike many situations in medicine where new clinical research, as you point out, is challenged to a certain extent by the willingness or interest in patients to participate, here I think we're finding it's a little bit of a different situation because of the information that's been out and uh, people's level of interest is a bit higher than we're accustomed to. That is interesting because you kind of wonder sometimes if people, when they think about stem cell research, if they really know what's going on. What are some of the biggest issues, even among some of your colleagues in the primary care field or other medical professionals or patients, about is there any sort of one thing that you'd like to get across that perhaps people don't understand about stem cell research? Well, you know, so I think we've touched on some of those things already, Bruce. Certainly when the patients come in, there's a big gap in knowledge. I think oftentimes, even though they may have a general idea of what our research is about, Many come in still thinking that we're planning on using embryonic stem cells, which, of course, are not being used anywhere in clinical trials right now. And I think in also the idea of how we collect the stem cells is a bit unclear to the patients, how they're administered. All these things are relatively straightforward. The stem cells that we use in our patients are collected through an intravenous line, which most patients are very familiar with, and the delivery technique for the leg disease, it's a direct injection into the leg muscle. So relatively straightforward approaches are being used. And it does, I think, surprise people to a certain extent that the technique can be as straightforward as it is. They're not going to have to be cut open or anything to get their stem cells. That's right. <laughs> and the purification procedure that we're using to purify the stem cells is actually a clinically approved technology device that's manufactured by Baxter right up the road just outside of Chicago. 
And that's a big bonus as well, that we have a, a device that's already off the shelf that can be used to select these stem cells for treatment. Well, this has been great. Dr. Lasordo. I want to thank you for being on the show. We have been discussing cardiovascular research, stem cell research, and there have been ways in this country where stem cells that you often hear about in a political debate or in some sort of early study involving cloning of animals or whatever, but in reality, there is real progress being made in stem cell research today, and Dr. Douglas Lasordo at Northwestern University has been on the cutting edge of that. You have been listening to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune, and I've been your host. We welcome your comments and questions through our website at ReachMD.com, which now features our entire medical show library and on-demand podcasts. For comments and questions, send your email to XM at ReachMD.com. And I want to thank you for listening.